0: Okay. Welcome to
1: Riverdale. Elaine, you and I should talk in synchronicity so that I know when I'm editing it that this is the point where we're supposed to match up. So you say um, your favorite part about Keanu while I also say my favorite part about Keanu, okay? Okay. Okay, ready? On three? Yeah. Okay, all right. Ten, nine, (laughs) eight, seven, six, five, four, three. Her... Or pinky Eyes. toe.
0: <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say, Lay?
1: Pinky toe.
0: <laughs> I said your pinky toe. <laughs> Which one?
1: Oh, wow.
0: Which do you think? The left. I think you know, yes.
1: <laughs> <to the cat. laughs> Hello and welcome to River Tales, a Riverdale podcast. Re- no.
2: <laughs> Stop
0: it over.
1: Okay. Hello and welcome to River Tales, a Riverdale recap podcast where one of us doesn't watch the show. That's me. Hi, I'm Sam.
0: I'm Kiana. I am (laughs) Elaine.
1: And uh, 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 today (laughs) we're recapping season four, episode 11, Quiz Show, and episode 12, Men of Honor. Elaine, you sound so different. Did you get sucked into the poltergeist TV? What is this new sound that we're hearing?
0: Well, you see, right now in Minnesota, we are on a like soft lockdown. So guess where I am?
1: You're in our house because we didn't follow the rules.
0: No, we followed the rules. What? I'm in my house and you guys are in your house.
2: Yay. Wow. This yeah. modern technology.
1: Yes, we love it. We're doing so well at it. We it definitely... didn't
2: take us 30 minutes to set this up.
1: It did. It probably only took 25. Okay. Are, you... are we going to start with two truths and a lie or what?
2: Oh, yes. yes. Should we? Like always. All right. Two truths and a lie, Sam. Okay. Number one. We find out that Betty didn't get into Yale because of her involvement with the farm. Okay. Jughead loses a three-part duel with Brett.
1: Okay, three-part duel.
2: And number three, Archie hits a mercenary over the head with a frying pan.
1: What's a mercenary? Like a a, criminal? Like a hitman. Like a hitman. Okay. Okay. I'm going to say the first one about Betty not getting into Yale because of the farm.
2: Correct! Yay! Wow, I did you got it. it! Cool, okay. The real reason she didn't get in is because they found out her dad was the Black Hood.
1: Oh! I think I did that wrong. I think I was guessing the truth in my head. <laughs>
2: oh. <laughs> well, you got it right anyway. Well,
1: okay, yeah. It, yeah, in, in the in the means of the game, I got it right, technically. On a technicality answer.
2: Yeah. <laughs> take the W.
1: Yeah, I'll take it. Okay, well... because of the black hood so is that like wait would a school just do that if they found out your dad was like a serial killer
2: i mean they didn't want like the bad publicity they said
1: Mm. I i feel like if they didn't want bad publicity they wouldn't accept anyone from riverdale to begin with
0: true well and i feel like i mean we're kind of in this bubble in the show where we don't know what goes on in the whole rest of the world. But, True. you know, like, nobody talks about Riverdale being famous or known anywhere else. Yeah, it's not like national so maybe news just has like,
1: ever, like, come yeah. to, like, be like, oh, so you're the infant's Black Hood family or anything like that, right?
0: No. You know, so, like, maybe they just live in this little isolated town where, like, just nobody really talks about it. So maybe nobody else does know. know. Yeah. Until... Like, I mean, I'm sure the Black Hood they know about, but, like, all the other stuff. But, like, how many serial killer families do you guys know of? You know? I mean, I'm not at liberty to say. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> That's behind you now, though. You've, you've you've already made your new life. You've got bangs yes. to hide your past.
0: Yeah, your nobody dad knows me the orange hood. The Orange Hood. They can't recognize me. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Why don't you tell me about this episode, then? The first one being Quiz Show.
0: So, should we just start with the quiz
2: show? It's, yeah. it's the title.
1: <laughs> Confirmed.
2: <laughs> so, you know, there's this whole high school quiz show going on, and Betty is heading up the Riverdale team, and Brett, of course, is heading up the Stonewall prep team. Mm. And they both make it to the finals, and Betty and Brett have just this, like, crazy rivalry going on, and they just, like, want to take each other down more than they even want to win. So she's trying to get some dirt on Brett to, like, get under his skin. And who do you think she gets her to help? Jughead? No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Elaine, who do you think mm. she gets to help?
0: What personal connection does she have that has access to lots of, like, government records?
1: Oh, Pops. I forgot. <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah. Obviously.
1: No. Uh, <laughs> obviously, we're talking about Charles. Yes hot brother
2: whom Jughead called Chuck
0: affectionately this episode which I loved
1: because it sounds so much and,
0: like Chick yeah that's what I thought I'm like <laughs> so Chuck and Chick are a thing
1: <laughs> yes subconsciously it's like the writers like nudging you in the right direction where it's like oh they're slightly getting on it because one of these days Betty's finally gonna like put the pieces together and she's like gonna have like a whole like mental like slideshow going on in her head where she's like Chuck and then she like removes the U and puts the I there
2: no, she has She's a like, real board. <gasps> She's an actual with board with string? And red string. Yes. She'll put
0: it together there.
1: I love that. Wait, does she have an actual board like that?
2: Totally. Yes.
0: Okay. And she calls it her murder board. Yeah. Legitly. <laughs> nice. So yeah, so she digs up
2: some dirt using Charles FBI intel. Mm-hmm.
0: Finds out that
2: Brett, his dad, paid to have someone take his PSAT
0: for him. He's not actually that smart.
1: Oh. It was like also- minimal dirt.
0: Yeah, it's like, well, they also bribed in order to get him into Stonewall prep, too. Yeah.
1: So typical rich kid shit. Yeah. 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 Okay.
0: That's literally what she said to him, too. She's like, the only reason you're here is because you're a rich kid.
1: And is he just like, You didn't yes. earn it. Or is this, like, big secret? He's totally embarrassed, like, exposed, like, can't show my face around Stonewall Well,
0: anymore. after she says that, then Brett, instead, he, like, attacks her kind of sideways, you know, and because Jughead didn't tell Betty that the manuscript he's writing for that novel, he's basing the mystery off of the Black Hood. And so Brett flips it and he's like, Well, at least my boyfriend isn't, you know, pretty much like writing fan fiction about your life and your serial killer father.
1: Dang. And then Betty's,
0: yeah, and then Betty's like, Jughead, is that what you are actually writing about? And he's like, um, and then she leaves and is super upset. Dang.
1: I mean, that's like pretty brutal. Is this like the first we're hearing about Jughead doing this?
2: Well, he kind of got pressured into doing it. He wanted to write about, I mean, he had a few different ideas, like a social media stalker and stuff, but they wanted him to write about his real life, basically. And they didn't like any of his ideas that Mm. weren't the Brown Hood.
1: Oh, okay. I see. (laughs) I don't like that name.
2: Right. <laughs>
0: Terrible. He should have called it the red circle. Or the black mask. Something like that. What does that have to be a hood? Or even like, even the dark hood would be better oh my than gosh, the brown completely. hood. Completely. Like, ew.
1: Okay, so when we dragged Jughead for not being creative, she's they were actually weird. telling him to write about stuff based on his life? Yes. Okay. I mean, jury's still out on whether Jughead is creative or not. He did, well, he this did is say the-, the brown hood. So, like. <laughs>
0: Yeah, real creative.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We just came up with three better ideas than that.
0: But going on in the quiz show journey. Um, I'd say back up just a little bit. Because earlier in the episode, too, Betty was upset because she found out that Jughead got into Yale, but he didn't tell her that he did. Again? And so... Well he just had an interview before. Now he kinda like got Oh an offer. he's
1: like, Oh I'm going or he like got the offer offer. Yeah. Okay, I
0: see. Yeah, like he got like the actual offer. And so he pulled some strings and got the same person who interviewed him to come to the quiz show so that he could see Betty. And if Betty or Riverdale won, then maybe he'd give Betty a second chance and maybe he'd overlook her family history.
2: Yeah, so it's high stakes. Because like,
1: Betty... So this is like Betty's big football game moment. Yes. Wow. Exactly. Yes. Great.
2: Her one shot. Yeah. And so her mom knows that the CL recruiter is coming, wants to help her because she's like, it's your dad's fault that you didn't get in here. I want to make up for this. Mm-hmm. I put something in the green room for you. The what? It's the answers to the quiz show questions. In the what for you? The green room.
1: Oh, 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 okay. Okay. Okay.
2: So Betty seizes the answers Tears them up, puts them in the garbage. She's like, "No, I'm not gonna cheat." Mm-hmm. Of course, our girl B kills it. She <laughs> not wins. our girl B.
1: <laughs> <laughs> not my girl B.
2: <laughs> <laughs> She's all of ours. <laughs> no, but she like knows all the answers. She's great. She wins on her own of merit.
1: Mer- Yale material.
2: Yeah. Yeah. There was also a Mean Girls reference where the answer to a question was the limit does not exist. Oh, that's perfect. Oh, and do we want to say Veronica's iconic line? Yes, please. (laughs) So Betty goes up to face Brett for the last question. Mm -hmm. And Veronica's like, okay, B, it's your turn. Destroy that pleated khaki trash monster.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just the trash monster part kills me, especially.
1: (laughs) In pleated khakis. Mm
0: -hmm. In pleated khakis.
1: Oscar the Grudge could never...
0: Mm-mm. He's not on the same level.
1: He's not on the same a level. A
0: trash monster.
1: <laughs> no. He not graduated beyond stainless steel.
2: Betty's like a gold. Wait, no, this is Brett.
1: Be- Betty's not a trash monster yeah. on any level.
2: I'm sure a gold trash. <laughs> yes. Yes, queen. <laughs> our, our girl, B. <laughs> it was a great moment for her. I'm sure.
1: I'm sure she is dropped that? the microphone and everything.
2: Yeah, so this was like a great moment for Betty. And it's all ruined because Brett digs through her trash, finds the answers, turns <laughs> I like her how, in.
1: I like how we just have the giant tangent about how she does not live in a trash, but she does keep her most secret answers in there.
2: <laughs> yes.
1: So she secretly wants to live in the trash. Anyways,
2: it was a golden trash can, it was a
1: golden trash can It all comes first. She's, She's the trash girl.
2: queen. A trash but queen. yeah, so she gets caught with this incriminating evidence. It looks like she cheated even though she didn't. Mm -hmm. So she's suspended from school and Stonewall Prep gets the trophy by default. And it's all because her mom tried to help her and she ruined her future.
1: Well, her mom should have known. Also, Betty is smart enough, I feel like, she should have burned it or something.
0: Yes. Okay, yeah, that's like my thing. Also, it's like either burn it or she should have like folded it up, like put it in her pocket or something, like... Or under her shirt, like, you keep that on you until you're in a place that you can, like, dispose of that.
1: Yeah, do what we all do. Put it in your bra. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: And, like, flush it down the toilet. Like, rip Something. it up and then flush it. You know? Yeah. Like, don't put it but, in the
1: trash. Put it on her Jughead's hat. No one's going to look under there anyways.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: So this is on her mom. She couldn't just say, like, oh, my mom put those in there. I'm not, like, I didn't look at them.
0: Her mom tried
2: to say that, but they didn't believe her.
1: I guess why would they? So is Betty the shame of Riverdale now because she's cheated at a quiz show?
0: She's not really the shame of Riverdale, but I don't feel like you don't see anybody really caring about it besides Mr. Honey. And
2: that her but, mom's job kind of like suspended her also.
0: What's her mom's job
2: again? She works at the newspaper.
0: Oh, sure.
2: Yeah, so they like pretty much like
0: furloughed, yeah, her mom.
2: Also, there was a fun little Sabrina crossover in this episode also.
1: Are we going to play another game of which Sabrina character is in? (laughs) No, (laughs) because...
2: Because I don't know. (laughs) you weren't funny about that last time, so I'm not going to
0: try.
1: I wasn't good enough.
0: (laughs) You failed the test.
1: (laughs) I should have done more research. You failed the quiz Uh, show. Terrible host. Okay. What Sabrina crossover (laughs) did they have?
2: So the host of the quiz show Mm -hmm. is the same actor who plays this character named Jimmy Platt on Sabrina. Okay. Who basically, like, makes a deal with the devil. So they're not the same character, but it's the same actor in the same universe. So mm. Elaine and I are like twins. Oh, His twins
1: twin in brother. this universe. Yeah, in the what well, did the Jose's name? No. So it could have been him. No. It could, it could have could just be. been him, Elaine.
0: Yes. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I got distracted. It's <laughs> okay. Because I just realized a huge moment. You know, like because for so long we've like speculated about where. Like Riverdale is, you know, and like where it actually takes place, and I was just realizing that right after Betty runs the quiz show, like Jughead like runs up to her, you know, is congratulating her, and he tells her that they're gonna solve every mystery in Connecticut and eat lots of pizza. Yeah, it was a cute moment. Yeah, but I'm like, so does that confirm they're in Connecticut? Wait, but isn't Yale in Connecticut? I thought it is. But I'm also wondering, does it confirm that they're in Connecticut?
1: Are they in the same universe as Mystic Pizza? What's that? It's a movie with Julia Roberts in the nineties.
0: Why would we know that?
1: Why wouldn't you know that?
2: <laughs> I, was like, I, I did my that. research.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I didn't do any research. Wait, let me see. Where is that set? Continue okay. talking.
2: Well, I'm trying to figure out where, Sabrina. It's in Connecticut.
1: Place. Maybe that's what they were referencing. Mystic Pizza.
2: Why would
0: they be doing that? Could be.
1: Because it's a classic film, and it's pizza. Pe- and also because Riverdale pizza in Connecticut. That's where the the and, shop is set.
0: Like mysteries, oh. pizza, Connecticut. Mystic, oh. Mystic River. Yeah,
1: where Jason died.
0: Yes. What? There's no, another, it's not there's another movie River.
1: called Mystic River. This is a whole web of conspiracies that I'm stringing together now. It all makes <gasps> sense. Okay,
2: Jughead. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sam is wearing the Jughead hat right now. I am. I can confirm. <laughs> I'm the same. I still say they're either in Connecticut or Vermont.
2: So, yeah. All this rivalry between Brett and Betty has got Jughead all fired up. hmm And he challenges Brett to a duel, per the rules of the Quill and Skull Society. Okay. So, the group decides that you can have either one duel or, like, a three-part duel. Okay. And they pick the three-part because it's fun. So, <laughs> they're going to start out with fencing... And then do a bare-knuckle brawl. And it's, <laughs> it's a tiebreaker. Chess.
1: <laughs> Not the brawl at the end? No. I just feel like that would be no. more of an intense tiebreaker. Chess, I don't know if that's like as thrilling. I mean, someone who's watched The Queen's Gambit all in one day. I don't know. If that's, and I was going to uh, say... Like, yeah. I don't know, that seems a little anticlimactic. I did hear fencing from my room, and I was like, they can't be fencing on the show, but they sure did, I guess.
0: <laughs> I mean, I am by no means a fencing pro. I, like, I don't know all the rules. I've only done it, like, a few times, but, like, they weren't even fencing. I don't know what they were doing. <laughs> but, like, the first hit that Brett got, like, was Jughead's head. Like, nothing counts in fencing above, like, your chest. And so I was like, that point didn't even go to Brett. I was like, that was should be... It's just like either shouldn't count or if anything, it should be, you know, like a like penalty or something like I was like for a school that, you know, like touts being very like prestigious and elitist and they have fencing, you know, and it's like, shouldn't you know how to fence?
1: <laughs> okay, so then they go to the fist fight. Yeah. So when they're doing this, is like the whole Skull and Quill society, like they're like cheering one particular side on or no?
2: They kind of don't really take sides until after the fist fight and it's a tie. Okay. And then they really side with Brett. Like someone puts a like a bloody snake in Jughead's dorm room. Hell yeah. And they all like they like nail it on the wall.
1: So they weren't playing favorites up until that point because they just thought, oh, he's gonna be sucky at fencing slash fist fighting.
2: I guess.
0: Okay. Yeah.
2: And Brett's like an OG, woman. so they support him.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's been there like a long time.
2: Yeah, so Jughead wins the fight easy, like one punch. It's really sad for Brett.
1: Is Brett like not muscly? Because Cole Sprouse Good. isn't beef,
2: I but mean, he's a
0: serpent. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I guess. But serpents, I feel like are like <laughs> motorcycles and knives, not necessarily. I don't, I don't, I don't recall an episode where yes,
0: Jughead has <laughs> cut the skin off a woman with
1: a knife.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: He, had, he had punched the skin off a woman.
0: No, it was like Jughead, like, beat people up as a serpent, too. Mm. Did anybody else, like, think of this as, like, a callback to, uh, like, what was it, last season? When Jughead's mom had to fight with, like, the tridents. And, oh like, the gosh. duel for the, like, griffins and gargoyles. <laughs> Ridiculous. It sounds
1: like something out of a fantasy novel. What?
0: It was... <laughs> it was real (laughs) it was ridiculous but i was like i feel like this is jughead's version of that yeah but instead of fighting for like his family's safety he's like fighting for his like girlfriend's honor jeez
1: i want to see jellybean throw down now it's gonna be a family tradition like this
0: yeah it just isn't her turn yet
1: okay where were we fist fight the nailing snake to the wall
0: yeah, and Jughead being One Punch Man.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Kiana, mm-hmm. do you know what that is?
0: No. Is this another movie reference? No,
1: it's a it's an anime slash it's a... manga.
0: Because he always defeats everybody in one punch. Yes.
1: And he looks like Caillou.
0: Yes. <laughs> what yes,
2: was that? like the thing we looked up. Or was it like a Caillou crossover with something else? It was oh, so
1: it funny. Stop. Oh, what was <laughs> it? Oh, It was so funny. I don't remember. Gosh, what was it?
0: I remember it was awful. (laughs) Yeah. It was like nightmarish. Gosh. I'm going to Google it.
1: It wasn't even like, we didn't even type in Caillou. It was like, we were like looking for a meme for something else. You're not going to find it just by Googling Caillou. (laughs) Kiana is just (laughs) searching through Caillou pictures on Google.
2: (laughs) Okay, well. Well,
1: Elaine, while Kiana's looking at pictures of Caillou, let's talk, let's talk Dale. Riverdale, is
0: Riverdale? <laughs> oh, yes. yes.
1: What if there was someone who moved to town <laughs> whose name is Dale River?
0: Then that'd get real confusing real fast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I give up. Yeah so, yeah, so with their fight, Brett was out in one punch, and then people kind of turned against Jughead. But, like, the most they did was just the bloody snake on his wall. Like, they didn't... It really didn't escalate very much. Mm-hmm. But so then they're in the final challenge, which is their chess match. And... Backing up a little bit, you know, like, Betty's still very upset about everything that happened with the quiz show, and just with the fact that they started digging a little bit deeper into what happened with Mr. Chipping, Betty uh, and her mom. mom. And so they talked to Mrs. Chipping, his his wife, Mm -hmm. and, you know, like, and they found out from her that there was a lot of things that he was doing that she didn't quite understand and she didn't know what was going on, but that's... That she knew that no matter what, he hadn't cheated on her. And that she didn't believe that. And that he'd been acting, like, very stressed. And that he said he, like, regretted taking the Baxter Brothers contract. But, anyway. So they're suspicious. And so they go to investigate Brett. And they're searching in his room. and Because
2: they interviewed Moose, also, who joined the army. Okay. And he said that. Part of the reason why he left was that Brett had a sex tape of him in their dorm room. And Betty's like, yes.
0: let's find that.
1: A Brett and Moose. <laughs>
0: no, no, a Moose
2: and presumably
0: Donna. Oh, okay. Fine. Yeah, because they were roommates. And now, like, because Brett and Jughead are roommates, Betty, you know, like, connects the dots. And she's like, does he have a sex tape of me and Jughead? You know, so Who? she goes to his oh, room. Okay. Yeah, to, yeah, to search for this. And Brett finds them there and... Denies it, but also makes a threat, you know, that if I did have said thing, you know, like, I could use it to, like, ruin you. And so while Jughead and Brett are having their chess match, Betty and her mom decide that that's a perfect time for them to investigate further while Brett is distracted. So they go down to the Quill and Skull's, like, basement meeting room, and Betty finds this secret, like, storage in the wall... That has, it's just, like, full of, like, videotapes. VHS tapes. That all, yes. Oh, VHS tapes. VHS tapes? Not the VHS tapes, but just with. A bunch. Tons of, yeah, just a bunch of VHS, VHS tapes that all have, like, different people's names on them. Mm. And so she's, like, you know, grabbing a bunch of these and, like um, like, trying to, like, get out of there. But then during their match, Brett's, like, watch beeps. And he's like, I need to go. He's like, pause the game. And he's like, somebody broke it- broke into like Quill and Skull. He's like, I have a silent alarm that he's like, you know, like put in there on his watch. Yeah. Sure. It like, yeah, like links to his watch or something. Fancy mm-hmm. the one technology they have. Smart watches and <laughs> yeah, VHF with tape. his VHSs.
1: <laughs> the duality. Ugh.
0: I know, but so then they go downstairs and they find Betty and her mom red handed. And he, like, tells them that they're trespassing and it's his private property and that it's all the initiation tapes from Quill Skull and that's what all of them are and that they don't have any right, you know, like, to look at them, which is true. And so they give them back Mm -hmm. and they leave. But then they go back up, Brett and Jughead go back up to finish their chess match and Jughead pretty much, like, forfeits, like, he sets himself up to lose and Brett knows it. And he's like, what? And he's like, what are you doing? And Jughead says that he's tired of playing his games and that it's true that he will never be, you know, like as Stonewall as Brett is and he never wants to be.
2: Yes, this whole competition was kind of about honor and like, who's the better man? And Jughead in the end kind of realizes like, if I'm going to be honorable, I'm not going to
0: play by these people's rules. It was a symbolic throw.
1: Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. I see. Yes. Completely.
0: Well, and also, um before all this stuff happened, like Jughead and Brett have actually been kind of like becoming like friends, you know, and like, and so all of this too. And then the fact that Jughead is now kind of suspicious of Brett having like sex tapes of him and Betty, he's just like, Are you serious? He's like, You would do that. And I feel like that was the last straw for Jughead, where he's just like, No, like, I'm done with this.
1: Done with like trying to like befriend Brett.
0: I didn't think they were trying to be friends at all. Well I mean, like he even mentions in the episode that he's like, I thought you had my back and I thought we were gonna like kinda be in this together. Oh, because they were you know, like, because in they're gonna be together. Yeah. Yeah, and they're also gonna be like going to Yale together. Yeah. I guess it'd be you know, like the vibe they had they were, a... like legit friends. More just like getting together. No, along they're there. not like yeah, they're not like friends' friends, but you know, but they like went from I felt being like our like like relationship like was like
1: enemies to like le- like friendly like... enemies.
0: Yeah, like I felt like a relationship had the potential to start to blossom there because yeah, they weren't like enemies so awesome. anymore so much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But
2: yeah, yeah but in like the getting along. Betty did get one tape, Donna's Confession.
1: <gasps> oh, okay.
2: And her confession is this rehearsed speech of her saying a teacher, Mr. Connor, mm-hmm. who Betty researched doesn't exist. Um was in a relationship with her, was abusive.
1: Just like the other guy who she said did.
2: The same exact speech Mm -hmm. she gave Betty about Mr. Chipping.
1: The same points where she's like, (laughs) crime. Very reverse. Interesting.
2: So Betty Mm -hmm. knows that she's basically lying. And she's like the mastermind behind a lot of this stuff at Stonewall, not Brett.
0: (sighs) Wow. Mm -hmm. She's like, maybe we've been misplacing their suspicion. So, yeah, that's our bughead story right now.
1: Okay. Well, I'm assuming that's, like, the hefty part of the quiz show episode because, like...
0: that's the meat.
1: Quiz... I almost said Quiznos. <laughs> this episode was brought to you by Quiznos. Quiznos.
0: Is Quiznos even around anymore? <gasps> yes. Sam and I ate at one. <laughs> She's so <This> excited. <laughs> really? I have not seen a Quiznos in literally years. They had good soup. Yeah, like I remember Quiznos I when mean, I was younger. TVH,
1: I think it's better than like Jimmy John's or Herberts and Gerberts. Okay,
0: but where is it in comparison to Subway?
1: Fine. What? But what? What do you mean? What do, do you mean think it's better?
2: I feel like you have to have an opinion about Subway. Yeah, it's
1: been a while. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the sandwich cast. I guess. Well, <laughs> Kiana doesn't need to eat bread. I can say what I want about sandwiches. I think I know a little bit more about sandwiches than you do.
0: I ate bread for twenty four years of my life. <laughs> I remember what it tastes
1: like. It's true. I shouldn't take that away from you.
0: Well, I'm gonna throw my opinion in this, Put it and in I now. will first off say, yeah, Jimmy John's and Herberts and Gerbits. 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 Um. But both of them, yeah, like, Quiznos is definitely better than them. Yeah. Subway is at the top. Like, but it I is. personally hate Jimmy John's. So Jimmy John's do not sponsor us. No, Jimmy John's, oh. you were
1: banned from sponsoring us. You can eat my butt.
0: Wow. Okay, I like Jimmy
2: John's.
1: But you don't want, do, would you want, what would you do if they sponsored us? Get their soup?
2: Take their money. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I want to talk about Tony and Cheryl. But in order to get there, you have to know about Kevin. Must Uh, I? No, No. (laughs) give it to me. A storyline, and it's literally the worst. Elaine, you love it,
0: so I'll let you talk about it. Oh, Elaine has thoughts (sighs)
1: about Kevin and his potential.
0: Oh, I did. I did have faith in Kevin, but (laughs) no longer. Okay, so the start of his storyline, because, you know, Kevin is such a well-rounded character yeah. and has so many aspects of his personality. So cut to Kevin, and you see him on his phone doing what? Grind him? Looking... Heck yeah. Yep. Yep. And staring at pictures of, like, guys' abs. And then Fane comes in and, like, wants to make up or something, and Kevin's like, no, I'm not going to get back together with you because I have a date coming. And so then Fane's just like, okay. (laughs) He's like, we could still just, like, go on a date and see what happens. But then this guy shows up for Kevin. And right away he's just like, hey, like, do you want to get out of here? Like, I have a room at the five seasons. I hope that isn't too forward. And then Kevin's like, no, not at all. And so then he leaves and Fane is just sad. And he's like, okay, but yeah, so Kevin leaves with this guy, and they go to the hotel, they're sitting on the bed, and they're just, like, making out, and this guy keeps tickling him.
1: Oh, yes. And,
0: <laughs> yeah, and like, Kevin, after a while, is just like, okay, look, what's with the tickling? And this guy is like, well, I do this thing. He's like, I... Pretty much, he tells him, I make tickle videos and sell them for lots of money. Would you be interested? And Kevin is just like, um, sure. So then he's like, okay. And they like, he just like stands up and he's like, I'll tell my guy to like come up. He's like waiting in the bar downstairs. And then Kevin is just like, yeah, the tickle guy. Okay. And then Kevin's (laughs) just like, what the heck? Yeah. So he just like, this whole date wasn't even a date or anything. It was just like. It was
1: like a a interview to, to see if he wants to get tickled.
0: Yes. Okay. Pretty much. All right. Yeah, so then this guy comes up and he records them, yeah, like, tickling.
1: (laughs) And that's it for Kevin's storyline?
0: No, no. no. he likes the money. So
2: he basically gets Fangs involved so that it's, like, more comfortable and it's not strangers.
1: Oh, okay, I see.
0: Yeah. And he, like, straight up tells him, too. He's like, before I say anything, he's like, I don't want you to think that we're getting together. And he's like, but I have, like, a proposition for you. And Fangs is just like, well... I've heard better openers. He's like
1: anything to be with you know, Kevin, the most interesting person I know.
2: Right, and Tony sees them, yeah, like exchanging this money, mm-hmm. and she's like, "I want
0: in on this."
1: It's gonna be a whole storyline.
0: Yeah. It was a oh thing. yes. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be a thing. I mean,
1: I know about and it's this. It's awful. There was a really cool documentary about like tickle culture and like how it's like you just like get roped into it, and there's like a lot of good money in it. So I could kind of see how Kevin would like get like roped into it. I don't know. That'd be good money. I would get tickled for five thousand dollars. <laughs> Subway, if you're listening.
0: <laughs> they just revoked their sponsorship. Dang it!
1: A <laughs> quiz no sign on?
0: Uh,
2: yeah. <laughs> uh, so now that you have the background on the tickle porn, whatever's going on there, mm-hmm. we could talk about Cheryl and Tony. Well, first mm. we need to start with Cheryl and Veronica. Yeah, I was like we need to back up. Yeah, before we get to that. So, you know, Cheryl and Veronica have their I rum, know. their maple rum. Yes. Um, so they decide to sell it at or not sell it at La but like taste test it there so they can
0: secretly sell it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, <sighs> because they had their liquor license revoked. Yeah. By Hiram. So they can't sell alcohol.
1: Oh, okay. But they're like making it and being like And then like getting they're the giving it out for oh, okay. free. I see, I
0: see. Yeah.
2: Yeah, but Hiram comes and raids them, finds their stash, rolls up his sleeves, Hell takes yeah. off his jacket, oh, yeah. and smashes mm-hmm. it all with a sledgehammer. <laughs> so now they need a new place to like sell and market this stuff. Uh-huh. And Cheryl's like, oh, "My mom happened to have a brothel back in the day. Let's <laughs> use the old brothel."
1: Yeah. Put that space to good use.
2: So basically, two 17-year-old girls start up a brothel but they call it a social club. hmm And it's really a way for them to, to sell alcohol. sell alcohol <laughs> while using yes. their teen dance club as a cover-up. But it's mm-hmm. so hard with senior year, they have a lot going on.
1: Yeah, they have to maintain so, their 4.0s.
2: Cheryl yes. takes her mother, who is trapped in the teen sex bunker, yeah. <laughs> makes her the live-in manager
0: of the Not Brothel Brothel uh-huh. to manage it all because they're too busy.
1: okay. Yes, yeah, that's And there. makes
0: her wear, like, this, like, porcelain mask so that nobody will know who she is, even though the mask looks very, very familiar because it looks like her, like, the mask looks like her mom. Like it was
1: custom made for her.
0: Yeah. And yes, it, it was custom made for hair. her. <laughs> and the same hairdo she had when she owned the brothel, like, everybody knows who she is. It's a look.
1: And yeah. who else would wear a mask to disguise their identity? Someone not who Archie. everyone thought, no, not Archie. He's too smart for that.
0: <laughs> Mm-mm.
1: Mm-hmm. So Cheryl just like automatically trusts the mom who's like totally willing to watch her daughter bug bomb herself to death. Yep. Okay. All right. Yeah. I guess that makes sense.
2: But an old friend comes into the club, Nick St. Clair, who is an old friend of Veronica's from New York.
1: Oh, the rapist.
2: Yes, you know. Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
1: hmm
0: I hate him.
1: Wait, did I see this episode, or was he a rapist in past seasons? Past seasons. Oh, okay, okay, okay. It was, he... like,
0: back in, what, season two? Maybe. Season must one?
1: No, it must have been season two, I feel like. I don't know.
0: Season two, I think.
2: But he tried to rape Cheryl, and so Tony doesn't know who he is. She's, like, serving him, and Cheryl sees him, kind of, like, freaks out, has a reaction. Um, and then later on, she tells Tony, like... This guy you were helping tried to assault me, Tony. They have a great conversation. Tony's like, something similar happened to me before I moved here. Mm. Like, I got a lot of help and I got through it. I'll help you get
0: through it.
1: Oh, that's nice.
0: Which also just brings me back to the fact that we talked about a while ago, which is I want to know more about Tony. Right?
1: Yeah, because like, where's that coming from?
0: Yeah, like, where did she live before? what's her past what's like does she have from? family yeah. like yeah what's she running from like who is tony yeah. i want to know when did she
1: dye her hair
0: is it naturally that way <laughs> it is she's a mermaid <laughs> <laughs> we're asking the real question yeah what if
1: she's actually just a mermaid and that's like her backstory and that's why we can't know
0: come on I wanna know?
1: <laughs> take that chance yeah. jump that shark I
0: and mean, would it even be jumping a shark at this point <laughs>
1: I think that would definitely be, like, well, no. Yeah, I think that would be jumping the shark, probably. They yeah, they mermaid. haven't done anything, like, mystical at all. So then what do they do with uh, Rapist Guy? Why is he there? Why did they bring him back? Just for, like, Tony to have that moment?
0: He he wanted a place to celebrate with his boys on, like, graduation and everything. Mm. And he heard about this place from his sources. And he thought it'd be, like, the perfect place for them to celebrate
2: yeah. So then after Tony learns who he is and what he did to Cheryl and is like, oh, I'm going to help you cope with your past Cheryl, she does the most unhealthy thing and gets revenge tickle porn
0: on Nick St. Clair. I kind of like yes. that. <laughs> like she gets him, she like drugs him or just gets him drunk. Yeah. And like records him yeah, being this tickled. revenge tickle porn. With yeah. Fangs
2: and Kevin. And Kevin.
0: I mean, I don't know if that's revenge.
2: She black, it's also blackmail. It's,
1: yeah, I guess it's blackmail. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I guess. I mean, that's like crossing some gray areas for sure. How did you guys feel about (laughs) it? Were you like, yes, go Tony. Or were you like, oh, Tony, cringe.
2: I mean, it was dramatic, but it was unethical. But the whole show is unethical. Exactly.
1: It's true. Like when you equate it to what he did, the ethics are better if you're going to weigh it like that no
0: no my thing is like how does it help cheryl at all you know she said she's gonna help cheryl and it's like it doesn't because like cheryl was talking to her about how she's been having problems because she doesn't know how to emotionally cope with it you know and it's like just creating this blackmail like i don't see how that helps cheryl at all really yeah like she's not in any danger from him anymore it's not like cheryl personally needs that blackmail so like, what is it benefiting?
1: I feel like Tony mostly did it for herself. Like maybe she just needed to like feel vindicated for like what happened to her, and she's like, oh, this is like a way for me to like personally get through this mm-hmm. under the guise of helping my girlfriend. That could be. You know what I mean?
0: Maybe. I mean, it could also just be her anger about what happened to Cheryl too, that and too. she and just like wanted to like, yeah, and just like yeah. wanting to get back at men in general mm-hmm. who do this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I will say, like, I'm not upset about the fact that, like, they do have that just because it's, like, he does kind of deserve that, you know? It's, like, or just because he's so upset about it and it's, like, well, you've done, like, way worse things to other people, you know? And, like, and never got,
1: should... like, in trouble for it because he's still, like, yeah free, right?
0: No, no, he got in trouble for it. But he's still, like, Like, when Archie, out. like, beat him up to, like, almost death. That's true. And I'm when, saying. like, or was that Hiram? That was Hiram. When, like... When he tried to assault Veronica. Yeah. I mean, he's definitely, like, he has faced some stuff before. But, but
1: he hasn't gotten, like, the full, like, legal repercussions of, like, you did this illegal thing. You're going to, like, serve time for it.
0: Said, which he still hasn't.
1: Yeah, that's what I mean. So it's like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Keep punishing him until something, some, until, like, justice happens. You know what I mean?
0: I feel like then, like, something that would have been more healthy for her to do you know like would have been like looking for evidence so that they could actually you know like charge him with something
1: yeah but that's like digging up like past traumas and stuff and i feel like what what tony did was like this is like this will like feel good now like it's not the right answer but it is like uh yeah that's revenge yes yep yeah (laughs) on abc
2: (laughs) oh my gosh i love that show. (laughs)
1: <laughs> i feel like that falls into a similar vein as this show where it's like i don't know what's going on but a lot's happening
2: it's a lot you you have to watch it in our own
1: <laughs> so what happened next is at the end of uh cheryl and tony's storyline or does cheryl find out about it and is like oh my gosh
2: oh they all watch the video together in cheryl's bedroom like at a sleepover
0: <laughs> and it's weird they're like eating popcorn pretty much oh and gosh just like, oh. wait cheryl yeah. like into
2: it
1: do we get to They're see just her like, reaction?
2: Haha, look oh, okay. at we embarrassed him.
1: What's Archie
0: up to? Oh. Oh, Archie.
2: So you know his uncle Frank <laughs> is kind of like staying in town with them now? Yes. So we got him a job as a foreman at Andrew's Construction. Workers are kind of unhappy. Um, and Frank ends up stealing some money from the till so that he can gamble in the horse races with it. Uh-huh. <laughs> but it's so he can earn money to pay them their Christmas bonuses.
1: I mean, That seems like a noble gesture of him. I don't know what you're complaining about, Keanu. I'm sure he won, right?
2: Well, he didn't end up playing. He just stole the money? I think Archie caught him, right?
1: Oh. (laughs) Mm hmm So, Pureheart over here is like, hold up, Uncle Pureheart. Don't do that.
0: Like, Mr. Keller, like, has warned Archie several times about his uncle, and he's like, I'm gonna... He was like, I don't want to be a part of this. I don't trust him. I don't think you should... For one, yeah, like have him working for you and you definitely shouldn't be, you know, like listening to him or taking advice from him. And so like with everything that happened, they got in a big fight, like physically, like Mr. Keller and Archie's uncle, like have a fight and Mr. Keller quits. And Archie through all of it, though, is just like, well, but he's like my uncle, you know, so it's like I gotta help him. And so even when he stole the money, he's like... Yeah, that's not cool. You can't do that again. (laughs) Pretty much everything, yeah. He's just like, I don't like what you're doing. You shouldn't do that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Just in those exact words, too. Really laying down the law in an unforgiving way. Does he listen? Of course he doesn't. What does he do instead?
2: Well... what <laughs> does
1: he listen and then i just assumed he didn't so what's he doing no like no
2: i mean he's like kind of sorry but not really <laughs> but before they can really like resolve any of that this friend of his comes into town frank's this guy he was in the military with
1: oh yeah
0: um and says mm-hmm. that is
1: it marmaduke no <laughs>
0: older much older guy
1: older marmaduke it's the probably
0: marmaduke's <laughs> probably like or Marmaduke's, like, cousin. Yeah. Long-lost cousin.
1: Yes. To, yeah. to go with Archie's long-lost uncle. They're just, like, in the camp of long-lost relatives from Riverdale. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and Veronica's sister. <laughs> yes. Who Who's... knows what happened to her?
1: She was like, this Thanksgiving is terrible. I'm out. I'm never coming back.
0: Yeah, she's so. like, I'm gone. going back to Florida. <laughs> Not Florida. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so this military guy comes. He's like bro, I have some news to tell you. Our friend died. I want to tell you in person. Mm. And then Archie's really nice and hospitable. He's like, stay with us for a couple days. Um, but then once Archie leaves for school, the guy tries to stab Frank in the back. Ooh. And you find out. Ooh. Oh, and that's when Archie hits him with the frying pan. Oh, yes. Yes. Just like Tangled. <laughs> He's like, what's going on? <laughs> so after that, we find out that Frank, after he was in the military, was... Hired as a mercenary. Same thing with this guy. And they're kind of like sworn to secrecy and all these missions and stuff. Dang, okay. Anyway, so he thinks this guy's been going around trying to kill off the past employees for their like big employer guy. Mm -hmm. So they go, they do one right thing. They go to the sheriff and tell them about this. FP? Yeah. That's true.
1: Which, Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't think Archie would do it if it wasn't his best friend's dad. But I know what you mean. They, they did the right thing, like a, yeah, innocent. Yeah.
2: So then they lure this friend to the boxing gym. Mm-hmm. And then it's like all the serpents <laughs> come out of the woodwork. Oh, yeah. And they're like, you're surrounded, give up. So the guy gets you're in under jail. arrest. then he fakes his death in jail. In then this he gets one out. episode? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then they find him again. And then they arrest him, right?
0: Well, um, Archie gets a call at school from FP. Oh, yeah. That he. That he broke out of jail, and so he's like, Archie, be careful. And as he's on the phone with FP, he sees in the mirror, he sees the guy behind him, like, charging at him. And so they have, like, a fight in the bathroom, and Archie, like, they break, like, part of the sink off. And so, like, Archie hits him over the head with it.
2: (laughs) And again, like, Kevin walks...
0: (laughs) he didn't have his frying pan and like kevin walks in at this moment too and archie's like standing over this guy in the like high school bathroom and kevin's like and then kevin yeah he's like this school's crazy it's like
1: bro you just got tickled like what are you talking about (laughs) i know and i'm like
0: yeah so then they're running um yeah like through the school like fighting and archie's trying to get away from this guy and then yeah like frank comes up and Hits him over the head with a trophy. This guy's just gotten hit over the head a lot. Yeah, he gotta have at <laughs> but, least one concussion. <laughs> yeah, but he hits him over the head with the trophy and knocks him out. That's how they. Yeah, and it. then
1: yeah, he gets, gets knocked out. And Wait, then, he didn't get knocked out from the sink.
0: No, he's he was tough. for a little bit, but he came back. He got back up, and Archie didn't get far enough away to like completely hide from him. Sure.
2: Yeah. So after that, Archie talks to his uncle. And he's like, Frank, I think you should turn yourself in. You'll get, like, a better deal. It's better than these crazy people coming for you trying to kill you. Mm-hmm. So he's like, yeah, yeah, I'll turn myself in. Then he runs out of town.
1: Never to be seen again. So, okay. It was wild. What do you guys make of him having a random uncle for literally no reason? Was it worth it? Yeah. Was he fun?
2: I think no. it added some interesting stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's like kind of a replacement for his dad and helped Archie work through stuff with his dad I don't know what do you
0: think Elaine I don't really feel like he did help him work through stuff with his dad though I feel like FPGA I mean like
1: did a better job of that
0: I feel like there were definitely some things that he learned about his dad from his uncle you know like and he shared some stories about his dad and so like in that sense you know like it was almost like a soft way of you know, like, getting rid of his dad more, like, slowly, you know, and still having, like, stories about him, even though he wasn't, like, physically there. Yeah. And reminding you about his, like, presence and his influence. Um, but overall, though, like, I don't feel like he really contributed much to Archie's story in any way. And it was just kind of, all of it was unnecessary. And, yeah, it just doesn't make sense for him to have this random uncle that his dad's never even talked about or mentioned. Because that's very unfred. For one thing, unfred. he would let Archie know it's unfred. <laughs> 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 you know, like, Archie's dad would tell him, even if he didn't like his uncle and didn't like his, like, brother, he would let Archie know about him. Yeah, it's just a soap opera move. Yeah. And, yeah, like, for, but it, the thing is, is, it wasn't even for that much drama. It was just kind of
1: weird. You no, know, a soap opera will fully do, like, a bait and switch. Like, this is the new, like, lead character you're going to have to deal with. it. But this just felt like filler. I don't know. Maybe that's all it was, yeah, just, it's just some like, fluff.
0: Yeah, just some fluff to yeah. fill stuff in, I guess. You do make a good point but... about FP, though,
2: because in the end, there was this really great Archie line where he's talking to FP, and FP's like, okay, so what's next for you, Archie? And Archie says, he's like talking about his dad and how good of a man his dad was, mm-hmm. and he says, he was a simple man with honor. Maybe that's what's next for me. And it gives you so much hope that Archie's gonna, like... Figure it out. Yeah, and like stop all the bullshit and the crime fighting and the stuff and well, just like
1: He didn't go out and his mask yeah. in his baseball in this episode, right?
2: True. He's no. too busy running a construction company. Yeah. After the boxing gym.
0: Yeah, it's like I would have liked to see like FP step into that role for Archie because you know, like Jughead is literally Archie's best friend and it's he's known him his entire life. And especially since FP kind of wasn't there for so many years. You know, and so like I would have liked to see that. With Archie's character and with FP, instead of this random uncle that has no attachment to anybody, really, yeah, who's just there for, like, three episodes. Yeah.
1: And, like, it's not even to show, like, how great of a dad Archie's dad was, because we already knew that. Like, it didn't add anything to that. Exactly.
2: So in the second episode, Veronica and her parents go on a little trip to New York City, and Veronica visits her friend, Katie (laughs) Keene, and they have a really cute... Um, outfit montage where she's finding an interview at Lacey's for her college interview.
1: Oh, cute. Okay.
2: My favorite fun fact, as she's talking with Katie, Mm -hmm. is that at Veronica's quinceañera, guess who performed? Selena. My favorite (laughs) band of brothers.
1: Oh, 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 wait, wait, I know this. Wait, I know this. Oh, I know this. Uh, wait, I know this. Wait, what are their names? Elaine, help me out here. I know it starts with something. Uh, are you for I, I know. I was trying to come up with a funny answer to Jonas Brothers.
0: <laughs> it's the
1: Eagles. It's the Eagles.
0: Shut up, all of you. It's, it's Frankie the Jonas, Jonas Brothers. It's
1: Frankie Jonas and the Tunes.
0: Shut. It's like the band called the Band of Brothers. Yeah. The Motley Crew. The Motley Crew.
1: Motley Crew. Fleetwood Mac.
0: Kenna's favorite. No, it's really done. I'm done with all of you.
1: <laughs> I know their one song. You know
2: toothbrush <laughs> that's not even a jonas for that's dnce oh no there's a song about a toothbrush yes but
1: that's dnce that's dnce that's not even all right
2: <laughs> anyway but they didn't here
1: on the show did they no there but they mentioned
2: them okay
1: like, okay <laughs> i'm i'm happy for you i'm very happy for you the
2: jonas like, like, performed at veronica lodge's quinceanera that's they a fun fact
1: but they didn't really though okay item. All right.
2: Nothing in this show really happened. I know it's just funny that you're like <laughs> God. so
1: excited over something that like wasn't even shown. That's like saying like oh yeah Lady Gaga came to the Pops last week.
0: Like it's like nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like or Betty's like internship with Toni Morrison. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> 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 Just kidding. I think I know who that is. <laughs> is it a business guy? Wait, did that really did
0: that really happen? Wait, what? Yeah, the very beginning of the show, like episode one, like Betty had an internship with Tony Morrison. Who that's, is that?
1: that's a lady author, right?
0: Yeah. Yes,
1: okay. She just She wrote died. like
0: the color purple. Um oh. Son of Solomon. But yeah, she just died. Was it last year? I think so. Or was yeah. it earlier this year?
1: No, I think it was. La- I don't know. This year's been so long. Who knows?
0: I know. I'm like, this year bl- blends. I'm not sure. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, so that's a fun fact. And uh, so, what yeah. else do they do in, um, in New York?
2: That's mostly it. Um, <laughs> Veronica's parents were actually there for a doctor's appointment because Hiram his has dying. a vague neurological disease that's not looking or was good. Or it's like for neural,
0: yeah, But it's going yeah, like to keep
1: muscular. him looking hot, probably, right?
0: Well, his muscles are going to atrophy. But yeah, the good just news is Veronica got into Barnard. Okay, An unnamed disease.
1: Unnamed yeah. mystery disease. Okay, so she got into Barnard Zen in New York. I guess that's why they were there.
2: And she changed her name back to Lodge because she felt bad for her dying dad. <laughs> that's it. Did
0: she actually change it though, or did she just say that for her dad? Who knows? Is yeah.
1: he going to die before season five? Should I know that?
0: You can't know say. anything
1: about the future. Well, I already know one of the dads isn't going to be there, so they might as well kill off all of them
0: what it's yeah cute. I was like what do you know that what? we don't know oh! what are you talking about
1: we already talked about this he's, what do you mean he's not coming back for season five
0: shut up what are you
2: talking about
1: I uh, nothing I guess
2: you are lying
1: yes what? I am I guess I don't know yeah Stop it. Um.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we just like let ourselves <laughs> like snake daddy
1: <laughs> snake daddy
2: you can't take that away from us he's the best parent
1: debatable. Yeah, he's
2: like
0: the only what are you good parent.
1: About? I just saw that actor wasn't coming back for season 5.
0: I only a ta- scandal or something?
1: No, I talked to you guys about this in person.
0: Did well, he- they're all going to be older in season 5. Maybe he's just not going to be a part of the season. He's just going to be like mentioned maybe. Yeah. I saw like a behind the scenes picture of him and Alice I thought.
1: Well, then maybe he will be in there. Maybe he's just like not a principal cast member anymore, like in every episode cuz he's in every episode. All right, so <laughs> I have a game, but it's not really a game that I prepared anything for it's more just like a speculative like we're just gonna like talk nonsense like how we mostly do on the podcast
0: great i know it's like how we have been especially this episode (laughs)
1: But this we have an opportunity to be fun and stupid so my game is who would benefit the most from getting bangs on the show and why so we each get to stake our claim for one character and debate
2: Welcome, Welcome to, to which Riverdale Cast. would look the best with, with
1: bangs. bangs. <mumbles> mm. So how would getting bangs change their face shape, but also their storyline? Would you like to start, Kiana?
2: I think Betty gets bangs <laughs> after a breakup with Jughead.
1: <gasps> okay.
2: <gasps> Are you saying that Betty and Jughead break up? I don't want that to happen, but I'm saying it would be dramatic.
1: This is speculative. We're, not, we're also not saying bangs. that any of these characters would get bangs.
0: See, I feel like it would be Veronica. And also just like, in part, just because I think about like Veronica from the comics, and she has like Banes. Oh. But also, yeah, I feel like Veronica would get Banes when she goes to like college, because she wants to just like, be like, knew her, like, change up her life. Kind of like Camila Cabello Banes. But you know, I feel like it like does just like change her vibe because right now she's like very like preppy. I feel like with how she dresses, but it would, like it would
1: upgrade give it to like a little... I'm a I'm an adult woman now.
0: Yeah, like look at the Camila
2: cabel. Wow, I just butchered name.
1: Camila cabel. Ka- Camila. <laughs> Camila cabel.
0: Bangs. Look at her with Shawn Mendes. No, I won't. I don't. I, I, don't, I, can't I aggressively
1: see. don't care about them. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> I love them. So show me. I know. <laughs>
2: Sam this, and is not, I, this is
1: not a Shawn Mendes podcast.
2: But uh, you can cut this out. But
1: I will. Or I don't. On the way back
2: from Thanksgiving, or maybe the way there, I was like trying to tell Sam this romantic story from the Sean Mendes documentary about him and Camila. And I was like, so you know how Sean Mendez and Camila Cabello are dating? And Sam goes, I know I don't care. <laughs> and then I was like,
0: okay, well, and then told him the whole story.
1: Yeah, and I was just like stuck there, <laughs> captive-
0: yeah, you can't escape.
1: I can't escape. But
0: <laughs> Okay, we'll stop. Okay. Anyway, who sorry. do you want to get bangs? Those kind of I can see Veronica like getting like those kind of bangs or yeah, like what you're explaining like kind of like the more straight across straight bangs. Straight across
1: blunt bangs, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Pop should get bangs. Is that
2: fault? Well,
1: he, he could get a wig with bangs. With bangs. It would stick out of his cap at just the right length. It would freshen up his image, like, you know, like the kids are leaving. He's like, "Ooh, new batch of like mess ups coming into Pops going to do the whole adventure all over again once they go to college or whatever. So he's going to be like the new Pops. No one knows. Got a fresh yeah. batch of new customers. And then he can make a new like dish, like a sandwich or something called the bangs. I don't know what it would look like or taste <laughs> like, but it would be something new.
2: It'd be like bang bang chicken.
1: There we go. There we go.
2: Yeah. Was this
1: game good? (laughs) I feel like we blew through it. I don't. That's (laughs) it. That was the only (laughs) game. That was the only game I had. Did we answer the two-part question where it's like, how would it affect their storyline? Like, how would getting bangs affect Veronica's storyline?
0: Well, I feel like it would affect her storyline because because right now she's very like posh, but I feel like when she gets her bangs, it makes her more like artistic, and so she like taps into this whole other side of herself. And instead of just, like, singing and dancing like she's done, she finds out that she really loves, like, slam poetry. Yes. And interpretive dance. Yeah. And so now at the nightclub, she does, like, her regular kind of, like, floor numbers and things. But then she also does, like, more, like, experimental kind of stuff, too. <laughs> yes. I love that. I love that image of just her doing that. <laughs> It's like that like video very of the woman, um, kind just, of. just, like, stuff. dancing
1: on, on giant sticks of butter and, like, falling.
2: <laughs> what?
1: Yeah. I think it affects Pop's storyline story in that he finally snaps, like I predicted, and he moves <laughs> town and gets a bang piece.
0: So that... <laughs> Is that his disguise and that nobody can find him and yeah. recognize him?
1: Yeah. Would you guys recognize Pop's with a bang? No. No.
0: Never. <laughs> Never. would be a whole other person. Welcome, welcome to, to the, the end, end of Who Would Look Good with Vase.
1: <laughs> this is our best game we've ever. Had. Welcome to the end. Well, welcome to the end of the podcast. Thank you all so much for listening. As always, we are Riverdale fans first and friends second. Thank you for listening. I already said that. Like and subscribe. (laughs) Tell a friend. And leave us a review because it helps with iTunes visibility. And follow us on our Instagram at Riverdale's podcast. See you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Who would look good good, 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 good. (laughs) with bangs? (laughs)